When I visited Te Puya, the New Zealand Māori Arts and Crafts Institute in Rotorua, back in late November, it was about 8.30 in the morning, and already there were a couple of buses parked up, loaded with tourists. The facility had only just opened. Now the first thing that you see when you walk through the entranceway is a greenstone ponamu boulder, which sits in the middle of 12 skywood carvings. I was there recently to find out how Te Puya, that's the tourism part of the business, operates and to get an insight into the education arm of the business, that's the New Zealand Māori Arts and Crafts Institute. Two entities serving two purposes, but on one location, working side by side. We start here with its current director of the New Zealand Māori Arts and Crafts Institute, Carl Johnston. But first, an archival segment with Pakake Leonard from 1963. And the Rotorua Māori Arts and Crafts Institute Act, 1963, states that the general functions of the Institute shall be A. To encourage, foster and promote all types of Māori culture and the practice and appreciation of Māori arts and crafts. B. To train Māoris in the practice of Māori arts and crafts. C. To provide in Rotorua or in the vicinity of Rotorua demonstrations or exhibitions of Māori arts and crafts and suitable premises for any such demonstrations or exhibitions. Reflecting on the 50 years, um, you know, the likes of Mr. P.H. Leonard, um, Kuruwaka has filled, um, you know, you've essentially stepped into their shoes, so to speak. Um, what's the, what does your role entail? Yeah, well, it's, it's a different looking organisation today and really it's, it's diversified. Um, the original act was actually written in 1926 and um, that was uh, largely Apiro that, that wrote that piece of legislation and that was to establish a Māori Arts and Crafts Board uh, at Ohani Mutu at that time. Um, <clears throat> and then over the time, you know, it, um, it, it basically uh, was disestablished or devolved after the death of the, the, the director at that time, Harold Hamilton, around 1935. But the likes of Hone and Pini and others changed in that initial, in that initial school town, Marama. Uh, and then it wasn't until about 1962 that the conversation began in the House of Representatives again around the re-establishment of the Māori Arts and Crafts Board and, of course, our arts were waning again, particularly in, in and around the um, uh, the upkeep and maintenance and development of, of Whareinui. And so it became real. A re, uh, there was a real drive to re-establish the Māori Arts and Crafts Board. At the same time, there was another conversation going in um, in... in um, and round through the chambers of the house around the, I guess, investment, capital investment into what we know as Te Whakarewarewa, Whatever to the valley that was operating at that time um, as a tourism entity. Uh, and so there was an investment made, and the quid pro quo was the investment would be made, but the profits would be um, dedicated to the perpetuation of arts and the re-establishment of the Act. And so that's how it came about in '63, the marriage of, of tourism and cultural development. And then that's where the likes of um, the gentleman that you've mentioned uh, came into play and they drove, I guess, the inextricable link between um, tourism and, um, and, and arts at that time. We have created two brands within the organisation. That's about, I guess, giving space to the cultural development arm to breathe. So I'm the director of the New Zealand Māori Arts and Crafts Institute, which is the, the cultural development arm of the business. Uh, the CEO of the complete business is Tim Costa, obviously, with a you know, uh, extensive knowledge of, of tourism. And so tourism still, 
you know, we're still all couched within tourism. We like to, as part of NZ Mackey, we like to think that our it's our home base, but our interests are obviously uh, national. We uh, have you know, obligations and responsibilities to the motu, to the country. And in fact, we do a lot of work internationally as well. So, um, you know, it's a very different looking business. It's, it's expanded um, and we're really growing our, I guess, our interests and our, just our purview generally, trying to really understand the essence of that original act in 26. How does the institute do what it needs to do without any external funding? When you, when you, um, there's a number of people who've done a lot of international research on cultural centres, and you know we're probably one of the only ones. If there is one other that's been identified, which is more of a re, has more of a retail focus uh, internationally, that are that are self-supporting, and I guess it's the legacy and the history that sits in and around tourism and also um, tourism within Whakarewa Valley, obviously of the, um, of the local people to Hauraniwahio and Koe. There's a lot of what I'd call um, tourism and cultural equity sitting in that space and uh, we're able to, I guess um, from a brand perspective and from a, um, from a kaupapa perspective we're able to continue to enjoy the, the, the legacy and um, and out of that, you know, um, I guess invest into areas like uh, the, the the side of the business I'm responsible for, and um, all of the all of the uh, co-papa that we are able to uh, enter into. Um, the year is slowly wrapping up. You know, is is the job? I mean, is your job a hard one? It's hugely rewarding. Yeah. You know, um, you rely. Um, I sort of see the role of NZ Mackie. While I don't want to under. Um, Underrepresent, you know, the expertise of our of our different tumu and tohonga and you know pofokairo and everything else. Our our job is also um, largely alongside that expertise is to facilitate opportunities. And so, you know, we're lucky to partner with a lot of experts out there in the in the wider uh, communities internationally. We've got a huge international program sitting alongside the work we do with um, with Hapu and Iwi. And you know, we're we're well supported um, in that sense. And I think. With that support, anything's achievable, you know. But it, it really is uh, as simple as that. I'm from the three tribes of, of Gisborne, namely uh, Rungafakata, Taitanga Mahaki and uh, Ngaita Marihiri, uh, principally Rungafakata from, from Manatuke, born and bred in Gisborne.